coming to you from a cozy little condo high atop old Fort Ward, Atlanta. Welcome, Welcome to The Ron Show on America One Radio. Here's your host, Ron Roberts. All right, happy hump day to you. Uh, later in the show, our guests will be DeKalb County Commissioner Ted Terry. Ted Terry uh, is one of the Super Six Commissioners for uh, DeKalb County. He's going to talk Cop City because he is the person who represents that portion of DeKalb County. He was also invoked in the press conference, I believe, by CEO Michael Thurman. And so you would think that Ted Terry was instrumental in securing this compromise agreement and getting this project moved forward. And Ted's all, um, wait a minute, hold up. I have questions. We'll let him ask those questions. We'll discuss more Cop City. I know. Some folks are kind of weary of hearing about this, but the fact that there's this much pushback should tell you something, especially on a project that is so widely unliked by voters in the city and DeKalb County citizens who live around this project. The Sierra Club of Georgia, by the way, released a statement. We will read that for you and share it with you as well. Uh, we did reach out to them to have them on the show and uh, have been able to make that happen, but hopefully that will uh, come to fruition soon. There's so much more to cover today, though. And, and again, I, I understand there, there may be a little listener fatigue when it comes to this story, but it's an important story nonetheless. We had some uh, special elections to fill some state house seats yesterday, and uh, a, one was, a, I guess, a bit of a surprise. David Ralston's uh, widow, uh, wife Cherie Ralston, ran for his seat in State House District 7. And uh, in that special election, she fell less than 500 votes short of winning her husband's seat. She was challenged by Johnny Chastain. Johnny Chastain won with 4,556 votes to her 4,080 votes. So... There will not be a Ralston in the state house for the first time in decades. Uh, other state Senate uh, and state uh, house runoffs include the uh, uh, District 11 special election. That one overwhelmingly won by Sam Watson by more than 7,000 votes. Clearly a very red district. Kudos to Mary Weaver Anderson for making that uh, run. Uh, state house district 119, there will be a a runoff for this special election between Republicans Holt Persinger and Charlie Chase. They were two of four, five, six, six Republicans that ran for this seat versus one Democrat, Shelby Diamond Alexander. Bless your heart. Love it. Love it. She gave it a go, man. She decided she wanted to run for something, and she did. Uh, she got 382 votes, uh, well shy of the 910 and 831 that uh, Holt and Charlie both picked up. So there'll be a runoff from that special election. And uh, in State House District 172, Charles Cannon ran unopposed for that seat, receiving all of the 3,428 votes in that special election. If you picked up this morning's Atlanta Journal-Constitution or logged on to read the jolt, does it surprise you at all that your eyes were greeted with this headline? <clears throat> Marjorie Taylor Greene ignites furor at first House hearing. Yeah. Uh, Patricia Murphy, Greg Bluestein, Tia Mitchell, all reporting on this. Uh, during the House Oversight Committee's organizational meeting, 
Democrats complained about Republicans' decision to disband a subcommittee that had jurisdiction over civil rights, civil liberties, and criminal justice issues, according to the jolt in today's AJC. Uh, Representative Jasmine Crockett from Texas uh, cites the police custody death of Tyree Nichols as the type of case that justified the subcommittee existence. (laughs) Marjorie, however, responded by calling Nichols' death tragic and then, of course, compared the swift action to uh, charge the Memphis officers, well, to fire them and then charge the Memphis officers uh, for a secondary murder by comparing that swiftness to the lack of charges against the Capitol Police officer who shot and killed Ashley Babbitt back on January 6, 2021. She said, Marjorie Taylor Green here, I believe that there are many people that came into the Capitol on January 6th whose civil rights and liberties are being violated heavily. And this committee will, I hope, Mr. Chairman, look at those civil rights abuses. Actually, let's, let's give you the audio. I recognize Ms. Green. Thank you. Ms. Crockett, I do agree with you about Tyree Nichols' death. I watched the video, and it was tragic and, and extremely difficult to watch. I would also like to point out that that city is Democrat-controlled, and the five officers that have been arrested and charged are black. And I think that this isn't, isn't an issue of uh, racism or anything like that. I think, I think that the judge and the, the jury and the trial needs to work out what happened there. But I share that with you. But I'd like to also point something that I'd hope you share with me. There's a woman in this room whose daughter was murdered on January 6th, Ashley Babbitt. And Ashley Babbitt has, there's never been a trial. As a matter of fact, no one has cared about the person that shot and killed her. And, and no one in this Congress has really addressed that issue. January 6th committee didn't address it. And I believe that there are many people uh, that came into the Capitol on January 6th whose civil rights and liberties are being violated heavily. And this committee will, I, I hope, uh, Mr. Chairman, look into those civil rights abuses uh, because they're happening in a jail right here in this city. And I hope Ms. Norton uh, will, will care about that as well, um, as, as, as well as jails across the country. I've been in that jail. And um, it's not just the January 6th defendants pretrial, by the way. It's many of the inmates in there living in horrific conditions. Um, so I think that's something that you and I can care about. Um, will the gentlelady yield just for a moment? David? Uh, no, oh. I will not yield. Um, <laughs> but I would, I would like to say and, and point out that civil rights and liberties are important. But we have to make sure that we crack down on the two-tier justice system because that needs to end. I yield back the remainder of my time. I'm a little amused when <laughs> some insurrectionists all mostly, well, I say all, mostly white folks who were, by the way, breaking the law by trespassing on the U.S. Capitol when not allowed, were locked up. And suddenly, suddenly, Marjorie Taylor Greene and her cult, I spell that with a Q, by the way, who haven't a care one about prison conditions, jail conditions, civil rights of those accused of crimes until now. It's also kind of disgusting that she tries to even compare the Tyree Nichols situation with that of Ashley Babbitt. 
Because Ashley Babbitt was breaking the law. Tyree wasn't committing a crime. At least not according to the Memphis Police Department. Ask the Capitol Police Department if Ashley Babbitt was breaking the law on January 6, 2021. Her Democrat-run city swipe is just nothing more than bullshit. What happened in Memphis and almost got covered up. I mean, the initial police reports don't speak nearly the same as what you and I witnessed in those videos Friday night when they were released. What came about in Memphis came about from a culture of cover-up, got your back, police unionization, very strong police union in this country, and... And the back the blue mentality, always back in the blue, blindly, without question, from the QAnon MAGA tribe of the Republican Party. (laughs) Except, except, oh, look, these police officers perpetrating this crime were black. Well, that's horrible. That's awful. Oh, have you ever heard such universal condemnation from the left and the right, by the way, as you have with this case? What makes this case different? Hmm. D.L. Hughley is guest hosting The Daily Show, and he said this last night. What is so different about this case that the condemnation is universal coming from the left and the right? Meanwhile, the superimposed photographs, the mugshots of the five black officers appears over his right shoulder. What could that be? What is it about them that seems different from the vast majority of other police-involved killings of an unarmed black person in this country? She shared that video in a tweet, by the way, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I have to read a response that came from retired Air Force Sergeant Kevin Edwards, who said, Accountability is oppression for people like you who have never been oppressed. Black people have suffered centuries of oppression. Don't you ever compare what happened to your people on January 6th to a black police murder victim ever again. Black people have endured enough. Spot on, sir. And thank you for your service and that tweet. For her part, Congresswoman Jasmine Crockett did tweet later. It's the false equivalency for me. Marjorie Taylor Greene, Ashley Babbitt was climbing through a shattered window while insurrectionists were wrecking our nation's democracy. Literally. Knowingly committing a crime is one thing. Tyree Nichols, on the other hand, was simply and legally driving in Memphis. Yes, ma'am. All right, Ted Terry joins us next on The Ron Show. Stand by for that. More Ron Show on America One Radio after this.